Welcome to the Herbal Moon Goddess podcast. I'm Kyra, founder of Herbal Moon Goddess, author, teacher, astrologer, and tarot reader. I teach you how to understand energy through astrology, tarot, and metaphysics so you can realign with your soul's purpose and live to your fullest potential. Find your hidden powers and discover your intuition so you can transform your life and manifest your dreams with the stars and moon as your guide. Hey there, and welcome to the Herbal Moon Goddess podcast. My name's Kyra, and today I'm going to be exploring the different, I guess, cycles of energy, the different layers of energy cycles that we all have. So if you're someone who kind of feels like, um, like, you know, you should be really energized at the full moon and stuff like that. And like, you've heard me talk about this a lot. Like if you've listened to the Herbal Moon Goddess podcast for a while, you know, I talk about how the new moon is kind of the lowest energy point, And then the full moon is when we're feeling really energized, but not everyone feels this way uh, through the moon cycle. Sometimes people feel really drained at the full moon and they're not feeling highly energized. So today I'm going to be talking a bit about why that is and yeah, a few different factors that you can consider to find your own energy cycles. So yeah, what if you feel drained at the full moon? Like, aren't you supposed to be feeling really energized at the full moon? So this is something that, yeah, if you've read my book, Moon Manifesting, you'll know I talk about this. Like I have a whole chapter in there about the full moon and how it's like this time of heightened energy when you feel energized to do lots of things and to put yourself out there and do all the things. And then, Uh, you'll know, like I talk about the waning moon is when our energy starts to drop off and we feel, uh, you know, we start to feel a bit more tired as the moon continues to wane and gets closer to the new moon. So of course there's the lunar cycle, which is what like all my work, I guess, is based on my book, Moon Manifesting, uh, takes you through the entire lunar cycle. We look at all the different moon phases and how that affects your energy, your creativity, and how to use that energy to manifest your desires. So that lunar cycle, um, yeah, and if you want to know more about the lunar cycle, you can download my free moon manifesting calendar. The link is in the show notes and that guides you through uh, the moon cycle for the month ahead. And yeah, if you subscribe to my list, I'll, I keep sending you out free calendars every week. Um, So yeah, you can get in tune with the energy of the lunar cycle, but I feel like it's even more important to understand how your own energy fluctuates throughout the month, throughout the lunar cycle, because yes, generally, like collectively speaking, most people feel this heightened energy around the full moon and they feel, yeah, not so much energy at the new moon but there's different factors. So the first factor is your menstrual cycle. If you're menstruating, then you have a different cycle, which may or may not be synced up to the moon. 
Um, and I'm going to be talking a bit about that later as well. So keep listening if you're interested about the menstrual cycle and the moon cycle. But the interesting thing about menstrual cycles is that they are really closely related to the moon cycle. Generally, menstrual cycles are about 28, 29 days if, if they're pretty regular. And I mean, of course, that can fluctuate as well. And that's also, you know, roughly the same length as the moon cycle. So there are many women who at times their menstrual cycle matches up perfectly to the moon cycle, meaning that they might menstruate around the new moon and ovulate around the full moon. So I really like this sort of model of the menstrual cycle where it does match up to that moon cycle because your energy during menstruation is often quite low. Like you often, this is a time when you feel like you want to rest, hibernate a bit. Uh, you know, I guess in modern days, like, you know, where you can have the pill and whatever and women skip their periods and whatever, uh, you know, it may not be as applicable, but like if you're just having a natural cycle and you're letting your body do its thing, then generally yeah, your energy can be quite low when you menstruate. And then when you ovulate, which is roughly about two weeks after you start menstruating, then your ovulation time is a time when your energy also picks up. You feel really energized and you, you know, want to do lots of things. Uh, your libido is also heightened around this time as well as so you've got that heightened sexual energy as well. So your menstrual cycle, it may not match up to the moon cycle. So if your menstrual cycle doesn't match up to the moon cycle, then you may notice that, uh, like, let's say, for example, uh, you menstruate, uh, you know, around the full moon and then you ovulate at the new moon. Then during that full moon, if that's when you're menstruating, then you're going to feel a bit, less energetic you're going to feel a bit drained but then at the new moon when I guess you know you're supposed to be feeling a bit tired and not energetic but because you're ovulating then your energy is going to be heightened and you're going to be feeling more active so seeing how your menstrual cycle lines up to the moon cycle can be really interesting in understanding your own energy cycles. And to be honest, in my own personal uh, practice, I guess, I look at where my menstrual cycle is and I like I, I honored that probably more than the moon cycle when determining my energy levels. So right now, as an example, it's uh, the waning moon. So generally speaking, you know, this is the time when our energy should be starting to wane a bit too, but I'm coming up to ovulation in a few days. So that's why I'm here recording a bunch of podcast episodes. I've got, uh, yeah, lots of stuff on my to-do list today because I'm feeling energized and I know like, you know, it's the waning moon and, you know, during the waning moon, I'm all like, slow down and take things at your own pace and let things go. But honoring your own cycle, so including your menstrual cycle in that can help you understand where your energy is at. Tuning into your own energy is, yeah, super important. So don't dismiss that. 
Like if I'm saying like, it's a full moon, be really energized, do all this stuff, take into account your own cycles as well. So we've talked a bit about the menstrual cycle and I'm going to touch on that again a bit later in the episode because it's really super fascinating. But uh, first, another kind of layer of energy cycle that uh, can affect your energy is looking at the house system in astrology. So uh, if you don't know much about astrology, then this might be a bit confusing in my book, Moon Manifesting, which is available on Amazon worldwide. I do guide you through finding uh, your houses and your uh, yeah your house system for not only your rising sign but also looking at sun houses and moon houses because this is also some really valuable information that you can use to determine when you're going to be feeling your best or when you're not going to be feeling your best. So, for example, when the moon moves into my 12th house, regardless of whether that's the 12th house on uh, like for my rising sign, the 12th house for my sun sign or the 12th house for my moon sign. I know that that's often a time when I need to just step back and take a break and be patient and take things a bit slower. Uh, Particularly like, and I've noticed this um, a lot, but particularly using the sun house system. So for example, I'm a Gemini sun. So I know that when the moon is moving through Taurus for those two to three days in that month, generally I feel quite low. I don't know if it's just the Taurus energy uh, or because I'm a Gemini and I'm just too fast paced for the Taurus energy, or, you know, it's because it's that 12th house energy For me, that's a time when I know my energy is low. So finding out when your own, uh, what sign is in your own 12th house or 12th houses, if you want to look at the different house systems, is a really, uh, yeah, really great way to check out your energy cycles and yeah, where you're at in these different cycles. Because like astrology is really just layers upon layers of information. And then, you know, we've got all these other layers of things going in our lives as well, like our menstrual cycle. And of course, there's other things going on as well that are likely to be affecting your energy cycle. So there's lots of different ways to look at it. And I find it's really helpful to look at it in a, you know, look at all of it. And, you know, you kind of pick and choose and see what resonates with you on a particular day. Maybe, you know, it explains why you're feeling so low or it explains why you're feeling so energized. So another thing also to consider, uh, especially talking about the houses, is when uh, like, you know, there's other cycles going on as well, not just with the moon, but the sun, the sun, uh, you know, could be going through your 12th house as well. And that is often, you know, a whole month when you really just want to retreat and hibernate and step back from the world and find yourself again. So, you know, you may have a month, an entire month where you have that low energy because the sun's moving through your 12th house. So I hope this, um, yeah, has given you a lot of 
understanding about those different layers of energy and how that can be affecting your own energy, especially if you've been really curious about why your energy cycle just isn't matching up to the moon cycle. So yeah, there's a number of different reasons why and another, a number of different factors that you can look at to help you understand more about your own energy cycles. So before we finish off uh, with this podcast episode, I would like to also chat a bit more about the menstrual cycle because, um, yeah, I find this really fascinating in, uh, I guess like my past life, which wasn't really that long ago, only a few years ago, um, I was a practicing medical herbalist and I was focusing primarily on women's health and fertility. So with this medical interest in the woman's reproductive system, I became really fascinated, uh, yeah, in the menstrual cycle. And I guess, you know, that's partly what led me to being interested in the moon because I found those correlations and then I started doing less of the fertility medical herbalist stuff and more of the moon stuff. So, yeah, so going back to, uh, you know, the moon cycle and the menstrual cycle, Something uh, that I also get asked about is, well, can you align your menstrual cycle with the moon cycle? And the short answer is yes. I actually have like a whole little ebook about this available for Herbal Moon Goddess Academy students. So if you're in the academy, check that out. Um, and if you're not in the academy, well, you can join at any time. You'll find the link in the show notes as well. If you want to join us at the academy and learn all about the moon, astrology, you'll learn all about the houses like I've just been talking about and like, yeah, all to do with the moon, tarot, all that sort of stuff. It's really fun. So yeah, in the academy, there's a book all about aligning your cycle, your menstrual cycle with the moon cycle. But generally, I'm, I guess um, I'll, I'll walk you through the quick version of it now. To align your menstrual cycle with the moon cycle, it can take a few cycles. But what I found really helps is when it's the full moon and it like do this for maybe, you know, three, four days around the full moon, go outside under that full moon light, let your body just bathe in that light. You can stay out there for five, 10 minutes or longer if you want, but really like connecting with that moon energy, letting, uh, letting that energy kind of like, you know, come into your mind, come into your body, come into your soul. And what happens is that moonlight, it kind of stimulates, uh, I guess your hormones <laughs> in the quick notes version. And if you keep your bedroom dark for the rest of the moon cycle, so you're not getting any light, any artificial or even any moonlight coming into your bedroom, then that can help prompt your body to ovulate during that full moon time when there is the light and then the rest of the time, you know, your body will just do its thing and menstruate at the right time as well. So yeah, the quick notes version <laughs> to align your menstrual cycle with the moon cycle, go out, spend a few minutes underneath the moonlight around the full moon, keep doing that and then keep your bedroom really dark when you go to sleep every other night. And yeah, let me know. Let me know if you try it. Let me know how it works for you. I've had a lot of success doing that in the past. Um, 
whenever my cycle kind of gets out of alignment with the moon and I want to shift it back in, I do it and it surprises me. Um, yeah, it, it, it works. So thanks so much for tuning in to today's episode of the Herbal Moon Goddess podcast. I hope this is really insightful to help you understand those different layers of energy. If you'd like to know more, click the link in the show notes below and yeah, you can find out all the show notes from this episode as well as there's a link to purchase my book, Moon Manifesting, or to download my free Moon Manifesting calendar. I'll talk to you all in the next episode. Bye for now. Thank you for listening to the Herbal Moon Goddess podcast. If you're wanting more moon magic, check out what classes are open for enrollment at the Herbal Moon Goddess Academy. Download your free moon manifesting calendar or connect with me on social media. You can do all of this at herbalmoongoddess.com or check out the links in the show notes. I'll speak with you in the next episode.